Like we always do, let's go ahead, Jamie, and start off with a gold nugget about healthcare financing. What do you got? To keep yourself from getting in debt or going to collections, make sure that you start off with expenses that are manageable. Meaning, once you know what your insurance covers, you'll know what type of medical services you can receive, how much they'll cost, and also, if it's a little bit too expensive, think of alternatives as far as the healthcare observance months, things that could be provided for free, healthcare concierge services, items that could be um, offered to you discounted, and make sure you use those web pages for prescription and medical services in yes. order to get those discounted as well. If a doctor says we should do this outside of maybe even a test, I'm going, hey, what are my alternatives here? What else could I do? Mm-hmm. Or can I put it off till next month when it's mm-hmm. knee pain awareness month? Yes. Right? Yes. Is that the goal? Uh-huh. Real quick, before we get to our first ever guest on the episode, mm-hmm. uh, before we get there, let me ask you, um, when it comes to FSA and HSA, who determines what I can use that for? Let's say, so I went to a, a sauna place uh-huh. this week. Yeah. Can I use that? Who sets the rules on what is FSA and HSA eligible? Is it my insurance or who sets that? Depends on who's the owner. If you got it, if it's private indicating that you bought it yourself, they'll let you know where you can go or what expenses would be covered. Who do I go to to find out? You actually go to the account holder. Typically, FSA will cover um, a massage or... Will it? Yeah, most services. And HSA will as well. Um, But sometimes it may be a caveat, meaning that it has to be medically necessary or just show a receipt indicating the services that you receive. But both will cover. If I still have stuff left over, December is going to be a massage month for me. You're going to see me at the (laughs) the massage place. All right. Okay, awesome. Jamie starts us off always with a great piece of advice, just like she did. We're going first interview. We're talking. Uh, the healthcare system overall this week and we're also talking a physical therapy and where that should fit in to your overall healthcare plans we're going to do that with drew dissinger he is the founder of true move physical therapy and he joins us next warning the hosts are not doctors or financial advisors and they definitely are not responsible if you decide to quit your day job and become a professional yodeler As a member of our audience, you should take our advice with a grain of salt. But don't get salty. This is a conversation about managing the confusing maze that is financing medical care. This is The Cure and the Curse with Brady and Jamie. Jamie, we're going to bring on our first guest to the podcast, so I appreciate you sharing mic time. Anytime. (laughs) I appreciate that. You, Jamie, have been involved in the medical industry, in the healthcare industry, a lot longer than me. Mm -hmm. When did you become of physical therapy's place in Uh the healthcare? Do you remember that at all? Yes, I remembered it. Um, It was back in 2014 is when I was introduced to the physical therapy discipline. Um, Historically, I only was, um, I saw physical therapy in an inpatient basis. Right. I did not start outpatient job until 2014. And that just was an eye opener. I had no idea that discipline was so, I don't know, there's no words for the treatment. I saw patients that came in with strokes. I saw veterans that came in with missing limbs. I saw 
all I mean any range of you know catastrophic events that we speak right. of I saw that firsthand and from people going from having a stroke can't speak can't swallow to eating yeah. without assistance to speaking people without limbs going uh, able to have pro- prosthetics able to have normal gait going right. to sporting events and activities go back to you know exceed the expectations of everyday living so how long were you in the industry until that light bulb comes on uh let's see i was in the industry at least 18 years before i was even exposed so drew let's talk about that right that's a problem first off drew dissinger joins us he is the founder of true move physical therapy here in kansas city the world headquarters before that sport and spine and we'll talk more about your background coming up but jamie is um in a similar place where I was, why isn't physical therapy a bigger part of the conversation when it comes to healthcare? I think mainly it's around education um, and people not understanding what we do as physical therapists. What causes that lack of awareness, do you think? I think it's the insurance world has taught us a different route. Right. Um, they're not focused. Uh, what Jamie experienced with all the um, more traumatic sort of stuff is a little bit different, but um, in terms of cum- cumulative stuff, it's still thrown into a medical system. So we still have to go through the route of, you know, doctors and medications and images and everything like that before physical therapy is even um, suggested. I want to go at some point, not right away, but I, at some point, I want to talk about the history of physical therapy because you've been in it for a while. How much has it changed and how much has the perception of it changed when it comes to healthcare? Since when? I mean, it's changed a lot. Um, since you started? Since I started, yeah. Um, it initially, you know, coming out of school, so I've been out of school for almost 20 years, grad school for almost 20 years now. It has changed from a reactive type of strategy. So it's, we react to injuries, we react to surgery, we react to traumas, that sort of stuff that um, Jamie was describing. So we are at the end of route trying to get people back to function. Um, And now with things like direct access, where we don't need a doctor's referral to see patients, um, we can be more in a preventative, proactive type environment. Um, And that's just been something over the last, depending on the state, but 10 years or so that you've had access to. This is going to be probably a wild guess for you, but mm-hmm. how many people do you think are aware of direct access? No one. Right? Nobody. Okay, okay. I didn't know if it was no just one. me being in the dark and no, unaware. No, because like Drew said, you have to keep in mind that when it comes to the healthcare industry, it's not the consumer that is the loudest voice, right? The way in which we manage to get care It's based upon either how the payer tells us to get it or how um, our physicians or providers suggest to us to get it. Right. And so direct access, that's nothing anyone just goes around and be like, hey, go get treatment whenever you feel like it. Right. I mean, ultimately, it's how insurance tells us we should do it. Right. A lot of procedures you can't do without having an x-ray, even though you may not need an x-ray. Um, And so they have certain steps they have to go through as physicians um, that dictate or have dictated in the past, at least, um, what route you take. And and because the physical therapy conversation in the overall healthcare plan 
because it's so new, anybody that's older and is having health issues probably is still playing the old conversation game, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so it's going to be a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. We talked, Jamie and I have talked uh, a lot about the amount of medical debt, Drew, and the amount of Americans dealing with medical debt or putting off, um, putting off health care because of money concerns Mm -hmm. to me that's a systematic problem give me your top three causes of that problem just lay out the systematic problems that are causing so many americans to be in debt how much of it is on the consumer how much of it is on insurance how much of it is on the for-profit well you gotta put insurance in front i mean it's it's what they've taught taught us that we they they think we should be required to do. It's the number one reason for bankruptcy. People don't go into getting help because they're afraid of what it costs. Um, and they won't go in until they have to. As right. opposed to going into trying to keep themselves healthy, uh, they wait until they have to do it. And at that point, it com- becomes much, much more costly. With the insurance, is it because insurance companies have taught us to be afraid to use it or because we have been complacent with what we will accept from insurance or we've just gotten used to what they tell us that we need to do right Mm -hmm. so we go through the system and the system is costly um i mean i have patients and i've i have an example of a patient that has dealt with issues for 20 years um in back pain and she's has insurance for uh, through her company and every six months or so she tries to do something about it so in a six month period of time she can spend five six thousand dollars you know just going through hey i need to go to my primary care my primary care is going to give me medication maybe give you an x-ray that didn't work i have to go back to my primary care primary care sends me to specialist and i go to an mri then the MRI, mri leads to maybe an injection maybe talk about surgery that sort of stuff and and physical therapy may not even be until the end of that conversation, hopefully before surgery. Right. Um, but a lot of times not until after, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and that whole process should be flipped, mm-hmm. right? We need to start more conservative first and then work our way up the chain. And then when surgery is absolutely necessary, then it's absolutely necessary. But Jamie, before I jump on Raging Against the Machine with Drew, let me ask you <laughs> uh-huh. how much, when we talk about insurance and how unhappy we are with it, how much of it is what we constantly talk about, uninformed consumers, like me not knowing what's covered? Yes. How much of it is at fault with the consumer versus these companies? I think it's half and half. Right? I have to accept some yeah. blame. Uh, yeah, you have to accept some blame only accept the blame for something that you pay for. So if I'm paying for a product or a service, I expect you to give me in grave detail what you offer, what it can do for me, and I need any updates timely. Yeah, so it falls upon both people. You know, I, you know, pay for this service, so I expect everything that I receive to be covered modestly. The way I started off the show asking you, is a sauna covered? I should know that. Yeah. I can't be mad at the insurance company because I'm lazy and I don't understand. It's the coverage and the cost. Right. It should never be a mystery. But I think, to a large degree, people that are informed are still not happy. No, because it changes every year. Right. Right. 
Well, and it's hard to understand. The insurance right. companies will keep it a mystery, mm-hmm. and it, it becomes this maze that you can't understand. I mean, you can. It's hard to even find out what certain things will cost. You can call a hospital and say, "How much would it cost for me to get an injection?" And they either won't or can't tell you right. what it will cost you for an injection. Right. Um, and it's designed that intentionally. Right. Um, and there's sites you can go on and you can look up. Um, how much things cost on average in certain areas, but the same procedure can have dramatic differences in cost depending on where you go. And most of the time, hospitals will be on that higher end of the cost. Well, and you got me over a barrel because on some level, I just want my hip pain gone. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go on. I got kids and a job and whatever. I'm not trying to go online and shop around for whatever my pain, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whatever this general Mm -hmm. suggests I do about it. Um, Let me ask you this, Drew. We've talked about the insurance companies. We've talked about the consumer. How much of it do you put on hospitals slash doctors? Because... They're a factor. They're a factor. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they've been susceptible to the same system where they've, you know, learned from insurance companies what they want them to do. Right. Um, it's getting better. Um, mm-hmm. It has been really, really bad. They need to make money too. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like sometimes doctors are trapped because they go, well, I would like to suggest this, but chances are insurance covers something else and it would just be easier on the patient. They have to determine the path based on what insurance will cover. That might even be versus like different medications. Like, right. yeah, this might be what I think, but this is what will be covered. So right. you have to try this. I mean, even things, I mean, for me, like allergy wise, like a physician, when I had regular insurance, had to go and I had to get like nasal court before I could get another brand that was better for me but i had to try this one first because insurance wouldn't cover it mm-hmm. unless until, i try this other one and same things mm-hmm. with x-rays you can't get an mri until you have an x-ray well what mm-hmm. do i what do i need an x-ray for i know that i sprained my ankle just mm-hmm. give me an mri right. mm-hmm. in your experience you still have to be a consumer of healthcare, but in your position as um, a physical therapist and and knowing what you know, how much different do you think that makes your experience versus mine? Because I'm more scarred from seeing all the different costs from... No, I just think because you're more informed, like you go, I know I need an MRI here or whatever it may be. Right. And you're more familiar with the system. How much different do you think your experience is than mine? Yeah, I mean, obviously I know, I mean, physical therapists have the lowest work comp rate of any Meaning. profession, like using work comp from oh. your company because oh. when we get injured, right, we just know how to manage it, right? right. So we're taking care of ourselves. Um, but majority of people, like again, using the sprain your ankle, I sprained my ankle. I know what I did. They just don't know. Okay, I know what I did. What do I do to get take care of it? Right. And so the instinct is. One, they tend to wait because they don't want to go through the hassle of going to see a doctor and spending all the money and using their health insurance. And a lot of times right now, we have a de- doctor deficit. So it's hard to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're delayed regardless of whether they right. want to get in or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then they go, okay, I need to see my primary care specialist who's not for something like spraining the ankle, but they go start there because that's what they're used to. Yes. And then it goes through and mm-hmm. releases the hounds, everything. Again, MRIs, x-rays, medications, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go through what is typical in the healthcare system. And obviously, it's going to be from my point of view. I want to go there 
in moments. But before we go there, I want to talk about the misperceptions of physical therapy. The simple version is I had surgery. I need to recover from surgery. I go to physical therapist to go through a protocol rehab program until I can do X. Okay. Um, and my X as a patient is different than the insurance company's X, which I don't realize going into it. They just want you functional again. I want to go, you know, climb a mountain. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's two different goal sets, but the traditional way of the thought process of PT is I had surgery. I go to have the surgery, go through rehab, and then I'm out when insurance says I'm out. Before you tell me what it is, Jamie, let me ask you, after surgery, typically does an insurance say you get X number of physical therapy benefits, or is there a goal like I want to be able to climb a mountain, (laughs) play basketball? It depends. It depends on your insurance, but um, there is a cap. There is a a lot of amount. A dollar amount, not a visit amount. Um, no, there. It depends on the insurance. Uh, Medicare has a dollar amount. Um, commercial policies have a visit limit, and some have an extra layer where they go through a utilization review department, and they give you based upon your progression. So, like he said, they they don't care that you want to climb a mountain. Can you sit down and stand up? All, All right, right, cool. Discharge. <laughs> okay, Drew. <laughs> So then, Drew, tell me what in practice you see on a day-to-day basis what physical therapy actually is. Think of it this way. There's two types of injuries. There's an acute injury, which are the ones that you have uh, a consistent recovery rate from. You have surgery, you tear your ACL, you have surgery, and then there's a predictable pattern of improvement. Okay, that is more in the line of what a traditional physical therapy looks like, right? Yes, Um, and it's great at that. And it's great at that. Right. Um, I think that, I believe that that's missing where we could be utilized the most. Those are still important. We should still should be doing that. But the biggest cost in healthcare and the biggest problem with healthcare is not those traumatic ones. It's the cumulative injuries. The things that start off with, I woke up with a ache, pain, strain, sprain. I, my, I can't turn my head this morning and I don't know what to do. Well, I'm just going to deal with it. Because right. I have to go back to my desk job yes. and stare at a computer for eight hours, and I'm just going to live with it right. day after day after day after day until it's so bad that I'm no longer functioning the way I need to function. My performance has gone down, and my lifestyle has gone down. Now I need to address it. And then right? when I need to address it, I... Go to my general. Go to my general, get medications, right, exactly. Go through the whole system because now it's a medical issue. So my belief is that the best process is to start off and have somebody you can immediately contact, a movement specialist, a physical therapist. I woke up this morning. I did something to my neck. It's lasted, it's not an hour. It's lasted several hours or even a day. Let me call up Drew right, right, and say, hey, what can I do? And sometimes it's just a conversation. Right. But if you wait, it's no longer a conversation. It's a medical expense and it's limiting your daily life. When we talk about that issue, I know uh, musculoskeletal issues is a big word that we say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just movement related aches, pains, strains, sprains. Okay. okay. Or just limitations. So it's just something that will lead up to 
a bigger problem because of repetitive disorders. You're constantly doing the same thing over and over. You create a dysfunction. Eventually, the tissues can't last that long. And if you keep beating on them over and over and over again, eventually they're going to quit on you. And they're going to say, hey, I need help. Jamie, I'll tell you, when I bought into physical therapy, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac, right? Uh And I woke up and my neck was hurting. I'm like, I don't know, man. My neck hurts and I feel like I got like a a growth or something and I swore I got neck cancer uh-huh. I'm like I got neck I got <laughs> I got neck cancer and Drew's like come over here and let's see what we can do uh-huh. nah man I got weeks to live I got right. a tumor <laughs> and and so I come to physical therapy and he manipulates manual therapy. I don't, you know, uh-huh. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like whiplash or staring at my phone too much, mm-hmm. but manual therapy on my neck. Mm-hmm. And two days later, I don't even think I came for a second appointment, uh-huh. and it was good. Mm-hmm. If I go to a, if I go to my general and go, hey man, I got what I think is a tumor. Best case scenario. He gives me like muscle relaxers and pain pills. Right? Mm. Best case scenario. Mm. And pause there. Guess what the number one cause of the opioid epidemic is right now? Mm. Musculoskeletal. Mm -hmm. Doing exactly that sort of thing. And and then all of a sudden, getting used to that medication. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not fixing the problem. problem. You're just addressing the symptoms. Right. And then you get used to that medication and become addicted to it. Right. And then the doctor, maybe he gives me. If, if not muscle relaxers, pain pills, but m- maybe I have to go for an x-ray mm-hmm. or a blood draw, which uh-huh. costs. And then they go, because, because you it, walked in and said you had neck cancer. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Self-diagnosing. I know. You, I know. <laughs> Dr. Google helps right. you on that. Right. One. Exactly. Uh-huh. I went to WebMD. WebMD. Right. And then I got neck, but I come in for physical therapy. And to me, that's not even close to being clear of physical therapy. And that's no. what's crazy because- I know it's a thing, right? It is, a and thing. I didn't. Why not make this know. my first stop? But that's everyone's. It's issue. not like you haven't known a physical therapist. For that's what I'm time. saying. Right. So why is that a problem? Why are we? Is it because of insurance? I think it's a finance financing thing. As far as why people are not more knowledgeable about the discipline? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exposure. Um, it's the financing component because nobody thinks of physical therapy outside of surgery. Right. No one. And part of that's our fault as a profession. Too. Right. Like I can't, I mean, insurance has, has created this whole system that makes it real hard, mm-hmm. but we haven't spoken up and said, no, no, well, that's not what we right. do best. Right. But we haven't been able to either because we don't have, we haven't had direct There's access not and as some mo- states right. still don't. So there's right. not as much profit. Right. So me, you got to have the mercy money of to the make doctors money. and the insurance companies yeah. and stuff like that, which no longer is the case. Right. Look at those buildings, mm-hmm. right? Compare the buildings, yeah. right? What do they say? <laughs> Casinos, you know, aren't aren't built because they're taking a loss. Mm-hmm. Hospitals are big and nice, uh-huh. and that's yeah, what you have to understand is out of every ten dollars a hospital spends, one dollars on patient care. Yes, marketing. Yes, nice fancy lobbies. Right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Let's call that the halfway mark. I want to come back with some analogies where we can kind of twist how we think about physical therapy and some mm-hmm. of your some line of thinking, and we'll do that next. When you're done looking for impersonal generic healthcare, allow True Move KC Physical Therapy to introduce you to a distinct niche in our field. 
whether it's restoring fitness after an injury or maintaining wellness in the face of chronic conditions, we are revolutionizing what it means to reclaim control over your health. Benefit from the wisdom, warmth, and professionalism of our seasoned staff. Connect with us at our office just west of 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park. Online at TrueMoveKC.com or call 913-642-7746. True Move is giving you your shot at redefined health. Transform today. Transform for tomorrow. True Move Physical Therapy. Better health through motion. Drew, I really like some of the analogies you use for how we should handle our bodies and our health. Give me one of those. Probably the easiest one for people to understand is your car. We have a check engine light and when mine comes up, if I just sat there and ignored it, I might be able to run on fumes or run for a little while. Eventually there's a reason there's a check engine light. Right. Right. I'll give you an example. First time this has ever happened to me. I'm going to make that clear. (laughs) I was coming back just across the street from our office from two weeks ago from uh, my swim practice. Mm -hmm. And my car, the gas indicator goes off at 50 miles left. And Mm -hmm. I love that thing that tracks down. At 40 miles, it says you're running out of gas, but then stops telling you how much gas or how many miles Mm -hmm. you have left. Mm -hmm. So apparently at the light out here, (laughs) I was out. And so I had to get out of my car and walk to the gas station and (laughs) refill my tank. There's a reason that we have these indications as, Mm -hmm. you know, proof positive with my gasoline (laughs) (laughs) mishap. So we have the same thing in our body and it's pain. Mm -hmm. Our pain is our gas light, is our check engine light. Mm -hmm. And it's our indication that you don't necessarily have neck cancer, but something <laughs> is off. Right. And if it is lingering or getting worse or it's consistent with certain patterns, we need to get it get it checked. Because otherwise, eventually along the line, something's going to become broke down enough that now it's a bigger issue and it has a lot more layers to it and you end up in the medical system um, and it's a lot harder, frustrating, costly, reactive, limiting. reactive is always more expensive with anything. Always. Anything. Cars, your house, anything. Mm-hmm. We get our oil changed every six months or whatever it is. What are you doing with your health? Obviously, there are some people. Look, Jamie, you know the range of how people treat their cars. And I have a gut feeling that says you and I are on the opposite ends. Some people are getting them washed every day. They're getting mm-hmm. them detailed. They're on the nose when it comes to oil changes. They're, mm-hmm. they're about it, right? Mm-hmm. They're, give me that. Go to get the oil change. Give me that new air filter. Give me all that. Mm-hmm. And then there are some people, not saying who, but me, that I hear a sound and just turn the radio up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because right. I'm avoiding it. Right. Right. The same Which helps. It right. does help. It helps. It does help. But that's why I've had 15, 20 junk cars in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't have that many bodies. Mm-hmm. No, you do not. Right. Jamie, do you feel like that's a good analogy? Yeah. Right. The car situation. Excellent. Yeah. Because people come in to get treatment when it's gone on way too long. Right. Which that whole ideology is baffling 
because as soon as it happens, as soon as you're uncomfortable or anything has changed in your life from a day to day, you need to go get it checked out in the onset. That's less expensive right. than waiting until your whole body's tore up. Until your car breaks down. Yeah. You see you that check engine light, it. deal with it. Yes. Before the block goes out. Yes. We treat like our electronics better than we're treating our body, right? Oh, oh, as yes. soon as something goes wrong or looks wrong, we're looking to, you know, fix it or yeah. replace it. Look we at can't replace it. ourselves. Look, right? yeah. Look at how people treat their phones. Yes. I'm going to get a case. I'm yes. going to get a glass protector. Yes. Go ahead and give me that Apple Care. Yes. Right? Anything mm-hmm. goes wrong, I'm going to get it dealt with, but with our body. So, and then when our speed shuts down on our phone, it's time to get a new phone after two years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 100. After two years. So my buddy, he's like, oh man, I was whatever doing yard work because I say, hey, do you want to go golf? And I was doing yard work and something happened in my back. My sciatica is messed up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's awful. You should go see my uh, friends at True Move. And he's like, yeah, can I borrow that percussion gun that you got? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure. Let him borrow it. My back is still messed up. Mm-hmm. I can't golf again this weekend. Can I borrow that electric shock thing you got from a, mm-hmm. you know, from a garage sale? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goes on like three weeks. I told him twice a week for a month mm-hmm. and he's still, what's the hold up there? Or what am I not saying correctly? Or what do you think his objection is that I can't get over? A lot of times what we do, the earlier you can come in and get it taken care of the better the result the faster result and sometimes like i said it's just a conversation um, the problem is we've got again dr ghoul and everything and all these great tools what we don't know like i've got a gun i've got massage rollers and balls and all this sort of stuff that you can use for therapy but why are you using it it's not just taking the gun and going where it's painful and starting to use the gun on area that's painful right no Mm -hmm. it's figuring out why do i have this problem what do Mm -hmm. i need to correct and a lot of times the area that is the problem is not the same as the area that is the symptoms meaning um you can have back pain but the problem's not your back it's coming Mm -hmm. from your hip or coming from your upper spine or Mm -hmm. coming from your foot i mean it can be an all assortment of things and that's where a movement specialist can help you um, to address that sort of thing. So, it, but it's just a matter of communication. And again, it's the sooner you get control of it, or the sooner you connect with somebody who knows what you should do, the easier and quicker the results. Right. Right. And so, as soon as that check engine light goes on, right, you need to say, okay, where do I need to go to get my oil replaced? Why? What do you assume? His holdup was. You think you need to go to a doctor or you think it's just going to fix itself right? Um, over and, time. And if he thinks it's his sciatica. So I sent him like videos, but he, we don't know if it's exactly that. Right. I mean, chances are it wasn't unless you've had like a lot of experience with a specific pain point. Mm-hmm. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It could be a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. He could be making it worse. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, just by doing, I mean, it may work. You might find a video and I've had plenty of people that come in, Hey, I found this video and it really seems to be helping this one stretch. And maybe they just got lucky and hit the right, right, right. thing. But you don't know because everybody is different. Every person moves differently. Um, pain is displayed differently. And so everything needs to be uh, personal, customized right. um, based on them and how they move. Let me ask you this and then we'll stop 
and hit part two, which will be our final episode. Let me ask you this. Compare and contrast acute injuries versus aches and pains. So trauma, if you imagine that spectrum, the two different types of injuries, there's acute trauma, which is you can put an ankle sprain in there if, if it's bad enough for sure, but like a broken bone or a torn ACL or a dislocated shoulder, those sort of things are like acute traumas that, as I mentioned before, has a predictable pattern of improvement based on if you get it taken care of, which you're going to. That's the big difference. Cumulative starts off as this little annoying thing, and so you can deal with it a while. You break your leg, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of let it, you know. Right. It will heal itself over mm-hmm. time as the bone's sticking out of your leg, right? <laughs> right. You're not going to do that. No, you're going right. to go in and get it taken care of, right? Yeah, exactly. Cumulative injuries, you're not going to do that. You're going to say, oh, you know, it's no big deal. It's just a little ache or pain. Right. And so I'm going to just deal with it, and then if you deal with it long enough, it becomes much more hard right more difficult to deal with and then it just kind of keeps growing from there right at what point do you see a physical therapist you can look at um the stresses of your day maybe if you've had a really hard day it might just be just an acute thing of 10 hours because i was way behind on a project and i'm stressed and and overwhelmed and i just you know and so it might just be a short period of time but if something continues either gets worse or lasts beyond 24 48 hours after you've de-stressed it like i've gotten up i went for a walk when i got home but it's still there or it still comes back immediately upon sitting then okay i need to talk to somebody something's going on mm-hmm. right but and i, I mean addressed as yeah. we get older jamie how many days have you had some sort of physical pain over the last month do you think why'd you say jamie why well, do you say get older <laughs> okay. i don't appreciate that I reference. Said I- okay <laughs> <laughs> that's fair but like I, okay because we're close in age i'm probably i'm probably older than you probably i'm probably older but i mean like as we get older how often are we coming to a physical therapist what's the move <laughs> that's why you have to have a physical therapist on retainer right um, and you have to be knowledgeable about your body mechanics and your day-to-day activities you, you know like for me personally the blessing is i work in a physical therapy clinic so i can ask you know one of the therapists hey i'm having an issue with this that what should i do and they can go over stretches and all that stuff it's never the same right it's always different but it helps it works because i'm not going to stop living right because of an ache and a pain right. i need to know how to manage it how to modify it and eventually get rid of it because it's a process people want it to be done yesterday right you know or they inju- want a pill yeah your injury didn't happen yesterday i mean right. it didn't it took a, a little bit unless right, it was an right. acute injury so it's going to take a little bit in order for you to be restored and hopefully excel past that point and then think of something that can be preventative in long term and jamie to wrap this up in a nice little bow if we're an informed consumer you will know what you have within your means to go to physical therapy is this a general issue is this uh right is this covered by insurance what's the move how much am i paying for cash am i in a direct access state all that well the first thing is i mean you need to understand that you can like you need to understand that you can call up somebody you don't have to go to your primary care you can just call up a physical therapist movement specialist and just say hey 
I have this, what should I, right. what should I do? Because 56% of people at any given time have some sort of ache, pain, strain, sprain. So some sort of musculoskeletal dysfunction. So we're all going to go through it. Right. And we're dealing so, with it. But it's just a matter of right. how quickly you decide to deal with it. And it may just be a conversation. Like it right. doesn't have to be a long drawn out thing if you take care of it right away. Problem is we're dealing, even on the cumulative end, most of the stuff we see is chronic pain. That we could have been dealt with. That could have been addressed. When that check engine light. And that light. chronic pain ends up being a hip replacement, a knee replacement, right. something like that. That could have been addressed way earlier and not become a problem and affect your daily life. Yes. We need a check engine light on our skin. I would imagine Apple <laughs> should maybe do something like that soon. All right, that's episode seven. Join the conversation on Facebook. Uh, share this to support us. We're going to hit uh, Drew with a bunch of personal questions and then talk about the future of healthcare on episode eight, which will drop next Monday. Drew, don't go anywhere, but let me say thank you for joining us this week. You're most welcome. Jamie, you're awesome. Great job. <laughs> thank you. Always a home run with you. And mm -hmm. um, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of The Cure and the Curse. When you're done looking for impersonal generic healthcare, allow True Move KC Physical Therapy to introduce you to a distinct niche in our field. Whether it's restoring fitness after an injury or maintaining wellness in the face of chronic conditions, we are revolutionizing what it means to reclaim control over your health. Benefit from the wisdom, warmth, and professionalism of our seasoned staff. Connect with us at our office just west of 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park. Online at TrueMoveKC.com or call 913-642-7746. True Move is giving you your shot at redefined health. Transform today. Transform for tomorrow. True Move Physical Therapy. Better health through motion.